1: Hey PPC friends! Yes, it's another episode of PPC Rockstars, and I have with me, as usual, a PPC rockstar, and uh, this is none other than uh, one one of our friends across the pond, uh, Mr. David Rothwell, um, who is the author of a great book that has recently been released called "Clicks, Customers, and Cash Flow." Uh, welcome, David.
2: Thanks, David. Thanks very much for having me on.
1: Happy crimbles and new year and all that yes it's been boxing day. <laughs> yeah showing off my british english <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let we're we're going to talk about your book today uh-huh. it it uh, espouses and describes a, an approach to uh, managing google adwords uh that is very important and um surprisingly uh, uh, not uh, every AdWords advertiser uh, follows this philosophy, but uh, it's a, a, a philosophy that um, places first and foremost uh, the goal of profitability over clicks, click-through rate, any other metric that it, that can be measured uh, in an AdWords campaign. Yeah, that's right. so I'm going to let you just uh, kick off with. Um, uh, w- what, why is this important? And, and uh, talk a little bit about how Google feels about uh, this approach.
2: Sure, yeah. Um, as you probably know, and, and some of the listeners now have been doing this for quite some years, actually, it's my 10th anniversary this year. I got started professionally in 2005. So being an agency, I've seen lots of different accounts, lots of different clients, lots of different campaigns, all kinds of goings on. Even today, you still see or hear about things that you think people would have kind of moved on from, um, you know, and, and and it's still the case today that we do need to be reminded, as you said in the intro, that really what this is all about is dollars out and dollars in or choose your own currency, whatever. But the objective of this kind of advertising is really all about Profit centers. In other words, we put some money in, we put one in, and we get more than one back. And it's it's that simple and straightforward. And I think that lots of advertisers um, don't come at it from that kind of perspective. And to me, um, that's really what the whole thing is, is about. The data is there to make decisions uh, about. Uh, none of this stuff is opinion. You test stuff, it's a lab, and everything can be held accountable. So it just seemed to me that amongst all the – I mean, there's some great publications out there. Um, Brad Geddes' book, um, um, Perry and Brian Todd's book, and, and all of those. And they've been around for years. AdWords for Dummies by Howard Jacobson. Th- these are all great books. But they ca- they, they tend to come – At the um, the whole uh, thing about AdWords from a kind of general purpose point of view, which is here's the machinery, here's all the moving parts, here's all the cogs and gears, and this is what you can do with them. But it doesn't. None of them really come at it from the point of view of why are we doing this? Uh, What's the objective? The objective is really about trying to get more money back than we spend. Because if you don't, the only winner is Google. You know, we should be the winners here. And if we are the winners, if we make money, then we are going to continue doing this thing and we're going to keep putting money into the AdWords machine and everybody benefits. Google benefits, you the client, advertiser benefit, your customers benefit because they're getting the products and services that they want to buy, which they're looking for. So everybody's a winner. So often it's the case that um, advertisers don't see it from that kind of perspective and they just keep putting putting money into the AdWords account, and it's more based from the, uh, the idea of an insurance policy than a profit center. Mm-hmm. And I, I continue to see cost centers all the time. It's the first thing I look at is what are the symptoms of a cost center in an AdWords account when I audit one, when I look at it, you know, for a client who's, who's come to me for help.
1: So um, define a cost center. What, what characterizes a, an AdWords cost center?
2: okay um early in the book there's a way to there's a there's a section on auditing your account so in that i show you with screenshots and um you know, data and uh, and uh, and and content about what I look for as soon as I look inside of an adwords account for the first time. What are the symptoms of it in terms of you know, is it a cost center or is it a profit center? The the the, the signs I look for for cost centers, which is the most common, are small daily budgets, um, standard delivery, in other words, not accelerated. Um, are their conversions being tracked? What's the cost of conversions? What's the value of conversions? Mm-hmm. Very often, Now, my bias, as uh, a lot of people know who know me in this field, uh, is more towards these days e-commerce rather than lead gen. Lead gen is very difficult to pin down a value for your uh, conversion because sometimes it's just the beginning of a a long sales process, which could take time, might have a big payoff, might be low volume. So it's difficult sometimes to understand what the value of a lead is. Um, In e-commerce, it's much more straightforward. We all go to you know, a a website, Amazon, an e-commerce site or something or other, we buy stuff, we put it in the basket, check out, and and we pay money. Money changes hands. And all of that is recorded inside the data that's going on. And so um, a, 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 a value, a conversion value, a sales value can very easily be passed directly back from your site to your AdWords campaign. So I go in and I turn all these columns on that show me all this stuff. They're all there. Uh, You just need to go and turn them on. The audit section in the book describes what they all are, what you need, and what you should be looking for. Um, And in that situation, when I've turned all those columns columns on, I'm looking for you know these particular things. Is is uh, is, is 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 the budget small? Is the um, is the delivery limited? Is the um, is the status of the campaign um, you know limited by budget? Those sorts of things. What I'm looking for are the opposites of those things, which is to say, um, high daily budgets. Because we know it works, because we can see it's a profit center, so we want to spend more rather than less. Um, accelerated delivery, um, high impression share, high ad positions, um, and money coming in. We can see the dollar value of the money coming in.
1: Let's let's stop on that point because that's a really important one. Uh, many AdWords advertisers realize that they can track conversions mm. uh, as as single transactions. Yeah, um, But they don't realize that they can actually track the revenue per conversion as well. Very true. So um, listeners, go to your conversions uh, tab in AdWords and uh, look around for value per conversion, and you will find instructions for yeah, how to set exactly. up your conversion tracking so that you can actually uh, see, report, and uh, factor in the value per conversion, the total value yeah. of your adwords effort. Yeah.
2: Right? So, so many advertisers, and I'm sure you've seen this, and I'm sure you'll totally agree, David. They obsess over particular metrics. They obsess over cost per click. You know, how much should I be paying per click? Well, actually, it's irrelevant. It doesn't matter what you pay for the click as long as you get more money back than you put in. Um, What should my daily budget be? Well, to start with, as as you're getting going and you don't know all the numbers yet, then yes, it needs to be limited because you're not going to have an unlimited daily budget right away until it's all working. But, um, you know, when you get to the point of profitability, you don't have a daily budget any longer because you just want to put as much in as, as you can. There's a lot of screenshots and stuff in the book which show, you know, Advertisers who are in this situation now who are they don't care about the daily budgets. They don't care about the cost per click. It's all about the return on ad spend, right. which is uh, the, there's two numbers which which show you what the, the return on ad spend are. One is your costs, which you can see immediately. Obviously, the other is this uh, metric we just talked about, which is the con- the, um, the, the revenue value, the, the total conversion value. How much money actually came back to us from our cart? And when you divide the conversion value um, by the cost, you get this, what Google described, and this is a column you can turn on in, in your display. Um, this, this is where you get your return on ad spend, ROAS, back. And as long as that number is above 1.0, 1.0 is even. In other words, you spent this amount of money with Google and you got this amount of revenue back and did the same, one divided by the other, um, that's break even, which is a good point to be at because then you can improve it. Um, uh, higher numbers than that show that you know you are making more money than you spend on your ads. Now that still has to f- you still have to factor in things like margins and whatnot. You know that Google doesn't know what your margins are, so they can't illustrate that. But um, the point is, return on ad spend is for me, it's really the true indicator of what's going on. It's profitability. So we don't mind CPC. Um, Lots of people also go with the you know cost per sale CPA number, and and that's that's actually a good number to work to. Um, and I've worked with it a lot, particularly in lead gen. but with e commerce, the problem with that is it still doesn't take account of your revenue. You know, you've spent so much on a sale, say twenty dollars. Let's say your, you know, your your average sale value is thirty dollars. Then, um, you know, potentially you're making profit out of that. But the thing is, with CPA cost per acquisition, cost per sale, you don't really know what you got back because if you're a typical merchant, you've got a lot of products and the different price points, maybe different margins and so forth. So you can't guarantee that somebody who Typed a keyword search, saw your ad, clicked it, came through to the site, looked around. You can't guarantee that they bought the item that they originally came for. Absolutely. If they looked for a thirty-dollar product, and they came to your site, and uh, you know, eventually end up down-selling and buying a ten-dollar product, that 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 can happen. And your CPA value doesn't reflect that. And we all, we all do this, right? We all go to places like Amazon to buy stuff and you think you're going to spend such and such and you end up spending something different or you get upsold or cross-sold or whatever. So it's really crucially important that the actual dollar values come back.
1: Well, all all very good points. And uh, speaking of profitability, we have some sponsors that will definitely increase listener profitability. So, David, uh, hang on. And listeners, please stay with us. PPC Rockstars. We'll be back after we click through our sponsors.
0: ShipStation helps online retailers ship orders faster. It's so easy to set up and use. ShipStation gives you tools to automatically import, manage, and ship your orders in the most cost-efficient way. Save money with the best USPS rates possible, as well as a free USPS account. ShipStation integrates with all the most popular e-commerce platforms and shipping carriers. Get shipping done, no matter where you sell or how you ship. WebmasterRadio.fm listeners get an additional 30 days free after the free 30-day trial. Go to ShipStation.com slash Webmaster Radio now. Shipping Nirvana.
3: Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is AuthorityLabs.com. The pursuit of PPC
0: continues. Welcome back to PPC
1: Rockstars. Here's your host, David Zatella. And we are back with David Rothwell, author of Clicks, Customers, and Cash Flow, talking about the philosophy of, as David put it in his book, clicks are for show, but conversions are for dough. Yes. <laughs> so um, let's talk a little bit about uh, offline conversions, mm. uh, the importance of phone calls or uh, store visits as uh, factors that should be uh, considered when... Either calculating or estimating return on ad spend.
2: Mm, yeah, very good points. And I know uh, call tracking is a bit close to you as well, isn't mm-hmm. it? From your background, um, yep, yeah, it's definitely the case. I was having this conversation earlier today, actually, with um, with a, a client as well. Um, it's definitely the case that phone calls. It, it's rare that phone calls don't happen. There are specific situations where they don't. I mean, we all have web hosting companies who don't take phone calls and everything done, you know, in support is by help desk tickets and all of that. And the reason they do that is to keep the costs down. That's fair enough. But um, most businesses uh, are going to get calls because um, you know what it's like. You'll, you'll, you'll click an ad, go to the site and you're not quite sure whether it's really there. And it's really for you, this product you think it might be, you, you need a bit more help. So, you know, you pick the phone up, call the merchant and the conversation goes, you know, have you got it in brown? Is it size 12? Is it in stock? Can I have it on the doorstep tomorrow afternoon? And, um, you know, if all the answers are yes, which they most likely will be, then uh, they'll just get the credit card out and pay for the item. And that's fine for the merchant to get the money, but they don't track the conversion because the, con- the sale happened over the phone and not online. So and merchants aren't going to say to people who ring them, um, Uh, Oh, I can't take your card. Uh, Go back to the site and enter your card in there. You know, I don't want to take your money off you over the phone. Merchants are not going to say that. Um, So um, those things happen. Now, Google does have you covered for that and has done for a while with what you mentioned uh, just now, which is this offline conversion import capability. And some of my clients are using it very successfully. It takes a little bit of, you know, some connecting, you know, joining stuff up and connecting of dots and a little bit more, you know, uh, resource needed. But it's very doable. Uh, we're using it and we can see the numbers. And uh, basically what happens is you um, you can you can you can take the order and then, send a a mail with a link and by clicking on the link the customer gets cookied all over again and you can pass the sales value to that cookie which then takes it back into the campaigns and so you get this offline conversion data, uh, you can get this offline conversion data again back into your campaigns, you can see it as a separate line item in your conversion tracking Uh, and again there's screenshots of this kind of thing in in the book for people to look at Um, and it means that you can really Take account of all your conversions, uh, the ones that you know are 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 doable. There is there are some conversions. You know, conversion tracking isn't hundred percent foolproof. People block cookies or clean cookies off or change devices, and cookies don't you know follow devices yet um, and things like that. So it's not hundred percent foolproof, but you can get more visibility of conversions that you have paid for with your clicks if you take these extra steps. Um, so that, um, that's one, uh, s- straightforward method with e-commerce and phone calls. Um, the other would be, well, you can consider for, say for more lead gen oriented folks with phone calls, um, you can still, um, assign values and parameters to durations of phone calls. You know, if you get a quick phone call, just a few seconds or whatever, then that's probably not valuable to you if somebody's on the phone to you for you know some minutes or quite a while then more than likely that is either directly contributed to a conversion over the phone or is going to create you know something else of value that you want to know about and all these are thresholds that you can set in the call tracking um parts of um conversion tracking in adwords accounts
1: very good points so um i think that you would agree that uh uh, it's important to factor in uh, phone calls. Mm-hmm. And it's possible to measure the number of phone calls that come in. Yeah, uh, but since not every phone call turns into a sale, mm-hmm. uh, it's not possible to measure measure the exact revenue directly. Um, but uh, do, now, with with that kind of a situation, do you or or do your clients uh, estimate in some way the number of uh, or the the at the revenue that comes in as a result of phone calls
2: there's a number of ways of uh, of looking at it and yes if you're running a call center or you get decent volumes of calls i mean really you know what's going on in terms of how many people how many of those calls actually turn into orders right and you're generally going to have some idea of what the value of those orders is unless you've got um, products which are hugely variable in, in prices and margins and so forth so it's, it's not it shouldn't be too difficult for any business owner who gets any amount of phone calls to really have a good solid idea of, of what those calls actually mean in terms of transactions that happen and the value of those transactions so um, the other thing i like to mention about phone calls which not everybody thinks about is this um i've really lost count of how many businesses i've spoken to over over time where uh, you know amongst some of my initial early questions with them is what well, do you take phone calls because we like phone calls you know phone calls are a good thing to have and many, many of them say yes and um, i always ask them well you know are you building a knowledge base out of your phone calls are you I mean, to the extreme of you can go as far as recording calls and having them transcribed and creating content out of them. It's more keywords for you. It's more solutions for you to provide for people. Um, you can extend this this sort of approach to, you know, uh, chat sessions with live chat and whatnot. It's all the same thing. It's a dialogue between somebody who wants to know something about you and your products and you know what you can tell them. So it's all fantastic knowledge and so many customers that I talk to don't gather all this stuff and compile the knowledge base with it and, and publish that stuff on their website. And the reason I'm so sensitive to it is I used to run help desks in my IT days. And my job was not to make the phone ring more. It was to try and make it ring less.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And that you do that by gathering the knowledge that comes out of it and making that knowledge self-service to people. Good points.
1: Hey, um, Touch uh, just for a second. We're going to we're coming up on another break, but uh, just for a couple of minutes on uh, whether it's important to count all conversions or just unique mm-hmm. conversions, and also yeah. the the conversion repeat rate. In other words, yeah. uh, the propensity for one customer to convert yeah. more than once in, in a given month. Let's say.
2: Yeah, brilliant questions. And again, a very common source of things that can go wrong. Um, In the section on conversion tracking in the book, I go into excruciating detail about how all these different things, you know, have their part to play. And um, it's very easy to multiple count conversions if you've got analytics tracking conversions and AdWords campaigns tracking conversions you're multiple counting from multiple sources which basically wrecks your numbers because you're doubling everything up and if you're assigning values to them all the the math goes wrong Um, you can multiple count conversions from multiple locations in your site like multiple web pages maybe people come to a page and you track a conversion maybe they go to another page you track another conversion maybe they then go to another page you track another conversion you've got conversions coming at your ears but they're not meaningful ones because they're not conversions to actual you know things of value to you like lead signups or, or, or transactions so yeah it's it's very easy to um to mess all that up and multiple count and um, the repeat rate is a, is a really good one as well because um typically you'll want if your lead gen you'll only want to count unique conversions. In other words, if somebody comes to your site, fills your form in more than one time, inadvertently, by accident, on purpose, whatever, you've got multiple repeats of the same thing. Now, only one of those is any use to you. So you just want to track the unique thing there. Whereas the opposite is the case with e-commerce because you might very well buy more than one thing. So your repeat rate is higher than one and you want to know about that. So you want to track multiple conversions for that.
1: And if you're tracking uh, value per conversion, then mm-hmm. Google will automatically uh, consider both of the, c- the conversions or multiple conversion values mm-hmm. uh, and, and kind of tilt them up for you. Oh, hey, up, yeah. we need to break for uh, some important messages from our sponsors. Uh, listeners, don't go away because we've got uh, – uh, David's making an unusual offer that uh, we want you to hear about. Don't go away. We'll be back after we click through our sponsors.
3: I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis.
0: The pursuit of PPC continues.
1: Welcome back to PPC Rockstars. Here's your host, David Zatella, And we are back with David Rothwell, author of Clicks, Customers, Cashflow, and uh, headed for the home stretch here. David, just a few words, if you would, on um, the, the summarized uh, chapter three, part three of your book, and uh, some ideas for getting more cash flow.
2: Yeah, okay. So I'm just going to actually, because I revised the book and update it, I've moved things around a little bit and added some more stuff. And, and this is one uh, thing I want to mention to your original point just then, which is, um No AdWords book really is ever going to stop getting written because the whole landscape keeps changing all the time. Google keep putting new stuff in, retire stuff, change stuff and so forth. So my intention with this book is to keep updating it and keep it fresh and current and useful and relevant and so forth. And anybody who buys the book can register it and they are therefore entitled to uh, lifetime customer updates. I won't charge anybody for that, but I don't see the the point of it. Um, if you've bought the book, then, you know, you're entitled to keep getting um, new versions of it. So nice. um, the, uh, and not many authors tend to do that, it seems to That's me, right. you know, they write the book and then it's kind of done, or maybe they'll republish it, you know, the next year or something like that. And I mean, this thing changes too fast for all of that. So, uh, and I learn new stuff and you probably really agree with this. You know, new stuff comes out on a certainly on a monthly basis, almost on a weekly basis. So um, it's and it's important. This stuff is really important. So people need to know about it and, and to, to keep current. So um, book's going to get regularly updated? If you buy it, you can come to the website for it. It's mentioned in the book. Register it. You'll um, get access to a, a Dropbox folder where you can uh, always pick up the latest version when I update it. Uh, in either kindle format or uh, word doc or whatever um and so yeah back to your point about cash flow and uh, you know what this thing is all about you know you buy clicks so you give google money um, you get conversions so you've got to have conversion tracking all properly set up there's lots of things that can go wrong with that as you talked about cash flow is real about well okay um, i bought clicks i spent some money um, i got sales i sold stuff could, that's great but um, did i actually make any money Because if I didn't, then what's the point of this whole thing? And I'm not going to keep doing it. So it's really all about the profitability and the cash flow. And section three cash flow talks about some things that there's there's lots of ways to make sure that you are increasing your possibilities for profitability. Um, There's a whole section in this section. I mean, there's things like. Because what we're trying to do when we when we're operating in this cost, this profit center mode rather than the the typical cost center mode is we are trying to um, eliminate constraints on earning money from the campaigns. So when I kind of developed this um, this this system over years of working with AdWords and clients, um, when I looked at it a different way of, well, what are the um, now we're trying to get, you know, the um, the, the, the maximum amount of sales uh, and profit out of this. Um, let's try and take the brakes off. Where are the constraints? Where are the things that are going wrong here? So, um, you know, delivery accelerated and, and stuff like that. Um, and then we get into a lot of the, the business side of things. Like you know, how long's your sales funnel? Can you shorten it? Make sure that you've got uh, offline conversions happening as well as online, and you're tracking values. Um, you know, what can you do to uh, increase your capacity, your inventory, streamline everything, reduce your overheads? Are you trading with 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 clients that you shouldn't be trading with? Put track. You know, can you put your prices up? All those sorts of things.
1: Well. Um Good points and I apologize that we are so close to the end of the show. There's so much more we could be talking about and certainly have you on uh, at some point in the future. I wanted to make sure that uh, listeners know how they can uh, Mm. get the book. There's a website called Mm clickscustomerscashflow.com where uh, one can read about the book and uh, the kind offers you've made. And then – Amazon is selling it if you type in clicks customers cash flow you can certainly find it or David's name David yep, Rothwell right. spelled as R-O-T-H-W-E-L-L
2: Yeah, that's it and in exchange for a review I want reviews from people who read the book because I want them to ask questions in exchange for the review I offer a free consulting call which I normally charge for
1: that's, that's a pretty amazing offer and I'm sure it's worthwhile
2: mm. so
1: David uh, thank you very much for for joining us today
2: My pleasure. Thanks for having me on, David.
1: My pleasure as well. And listeners, you know where to find us next week on PPC Rockstars.